discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Okay, what is going on? What is going on? We are here again. You know what it is, another episode of Merit at First Sight. So it's Merit at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 8, Striking a Balance. All right, let's get into it. So it's day 11 of marriage. And um, everybody has pretty much settled into their new apart, uh, new apartments, new abodes, except for, of course, Chris and Alyssa, because they uh, got divorced. So Chris says such a great thing about relationships. It's so it's it's profound and it should be a staple in what all marriages just need to abide by. And. With him saying this, even, nobody who is as treacherous and malicious as Alyssa makes you want to believe Chris is would say something like this. Not even black Chris. If, if, if Black Chris couldn't say something like this and have his heart be genuine as this Chris's heart is. Because he says, um, the most important metric in a successful marriage is just trying. The harder you're, you're, the harder you're willing to try, the harder you can get past. I think that's what he said. The harder you're willing to try, the harder you can get past. And it's absolutely true. It's true. It, it, you know, the, 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 like the better you are at trying you know the the hard shit is is i'm not saying it's going to be easy but you can get through it more cuz you're trying cuz you're trying and and he says you know he says i feel like she had zero try in her and i want somebody who wants to be i want to be with somebody who wants to be with me boom plain plain and simple plain and freaking simple but i love that though the most important metric in a successful marriage is just trying the harder you are willing to try the harder you can get past that's great that's great i I love that i love that so much it's so good um and yeah again i I feel for chris a lot because um it's not supposed to be this way you know i feel i feel super sorry for him um yeah so it sucks Anyway, oh, this is trash. <laughs> but um, next we have uh, Stephen Noy. And of course, there's still, well, I mean, Noy is harping about the unemployment because he's saying, Steve is saying, you know, after the Pastor Cal talk, he didn't realize how serious um, Noy was about that situation. Like how, like, whoa, you're like, you're really hell bent on it, and of course we know because of the whole uh, yeah Im- immigrant parents. Uh, you know we were always struggling with money, so I'd, so she says that she's never not had a job. She's always had a job, so she doesn't get how you can just up and like leave your job for how however many long, h- however many long like weeks or or months or stuff, and and be all right with that. With her, she's always not strangling for money because I'm not saying that she's poor or anything like that, but like. She always made secure that she wouldn't get to where 
she used to be or where she grew up, which I understand it affects you. You're, you're traumatized. I get it. Um, so Steve says, you know, he's, he's secure in himself to find and get, you know, better opportunities. And he's kind of upset that like, she doesn't like believe in him, but we see why, I mean, both, both things are true. He, he can be upset that she doesn't believe in him because he probably doesn't. Um, but we know why, because of her traumatic experience when she was younger. And she's just worried because she's worried slash nervous that there's no game plan. Um, and me, I'm just like, well, Noi, you're the one who has the steady job, right? So, like, why why is the brunt of the priority on him just because he's a man? Because, again, he, he doesn't want to be tethered to the 9 to 5 anymore. He wants to grow and search for opportunities because, again, um, those opportunities can be greater than what a corporate job can give him. Because let's say, I don't know, let's say his corporate job for the week can give him like two grand, right? But let's say a, free, a good freelancing job that he might hit gives him $5,000 in, in, in a shot in, in that week, you know? So that's three grand up. But he would have missed that opportunity if he was just doing the nine to five. Granted, I mean, or, or there is choice C where he can do both, but, you know, do the, uh, corporate thing and the freelancing but then that's time that, that's a lot of time and then she's probably going to be complaining oh you work all the time you work all the time you have no time for me so it's a damned if you do damned if you don't um, but yeah I just don't like I just don't like the assumption of her being she doesn't want to be the breadwinner and it's not even that she would be the breadwinner Who's who's to say that it's just that he doesn't want to work a corporate job. Who says that he won't be making more money than you by doing what he's doing? Clearly, he makes enough to... Well, then again, he he was, he was did have a corporate job when he had his apartment. So, because of what I was going to say, I was like, he was making just... He was making enough money to support himself in his, you know, his house. You know, his house, his car, whatever he had to do. His His, his bills were being paid. But then again, he was doing a corporate job and he, he was only gone for four months. So, But again, he said he's had savings and he can tap into that. Granted, you never really want to tap into your savings or it's not savings anymore. But again, this th this man clearly has, he knows what he's doing, but I understand noise reservation because it doesn't seem like he has a plan. It does seem like he's just flying by the seat of his pants and he kind of likes it that way. Um... So yeah, that, that that's a dichotomy that they're going to have to uh uh work upon. But I I just I don't know. I just don't I just didn't like the fact that she's putting like the pressure on him. It's like, why well, don't how come you don't have a job? How come you don't have a job? It's like, well, Noi, you're the one who has the job. So what's the issue? Like if he if he can make money the way that he's making money and you have the steady job, we're good like we're both making money it might not be the same money but we're both we're both making money he even said that he's not going to be like lackluster or whatever so what's good 
like he he's gonna he's gonna put in his he's gonna put in his not two cents but he's gonna put in his effort i understand so now you want him to be the breadwinner okay cool um because i remember at the beginning of this scene when when this whole not fiasco when this whole thing started you know he came out of his room and was like oh you you want breakfast or whatever and you're at work you know because you're working remotely and you're like yeah i can have breakfast so now if you want the roles if you want the generals, if you want him to be the provider and all that stuff, then why don't you make him breakfast? Well, why does he have to make you breakfast? You make him breakfast then. Again, this isn't me. This is how Noy is speaking, okay? She wants the man to provide and, and all that stuff. All right, cool. We gonna play the gender role game? Get up, get up from your seat and make me some breakfast. You know, I remember seeing this, uh, this um this post when uh anthony mackie person who plays uh winter soldier no who plays captain america sorry uh, and falcon um he uh he was on the wendy williams show and his <laughs> i forgot what wendy how wendy williams started it but she i guess she was saying like oh what does like a woman need to do or something like that and then he was like you know make daddy a sandwich and everybody got offended because you know the the audience is primarily male uh female so they're like oh oh my god oh my god and he's like oh no that's wrong that's wrong all right cool so he posed wendy williams a couple questions it's like okay let's say we're you know we're out and some guy makes a comment about you a, a derogatory comment about you what do you want me to do you want me to, you know, and she's like, I want you to hit him. She's like, yeah, you want me to smack him, right? Because that's my role. I'm supposed to be the protector. It now, and then he says, now, if we're at dinner and I say, hey, you know what? We should go Dutch. And and then uh, Winnie Williams is like, absolutely not. It's like, okay, you're saying absolutely not, right? Because I'm supposed to be the provider, right? Cool. So um damn what was the last one yeah so it's like the third one was like oh if we walk to the car now after dinner and i don't open the door for you what are you gonna say he's like open the door and he's like yeah you better believe it right because i'm supposed to be that nurturer dude you know i'm supposed to cater to you i'm supposed to make you put you on a pedestal right because that's my job so if i'm being the protector for the first thing a provider for the second thing and the nurturer for the third thing i'm doing all the the requirements that it is to be a man so what are you doing make daddy a sandwich you know so that's the thing so that was his point and i under those circumstances i believe it you know so it's like okay noi you want him to you know uh you want him to freaking make the money so you don't have to worry you want him to make so much money that you don't have to worry that you're going to lose money. Then, okay, get to work. Why is he making you breakfast? <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. Again, I'm not trying to be a chauvinistic pig, but I I like to show women the other side. That's my thing. Like how how asinine your thinking is. You know, that that that's my thing. You know, I'm not saying that she doesn't have a right to worry but the man has clearly stated for the past four episodes that 
he is good with making money. He's all right. He's all right. And you don't believe him. So you want him to get a game plan under your uh, direction or this isn't going to work. It's like, all right, so you want me, you want him to play the generals? Play the general on your part too. That's it. That's where, That's how it's fair. You want me to be the breadwinner? Cool. I'll be the breadwinner. Where is my food? That's it. That's it. But anyway, um, so we, we get to, uh, this is where, this is the part where all the content, content, contestants, is that right? Oh, all the contestants speak with their friends, uh, for the most part, about what's going on in their relationships or whatever. So we have Olajuwon and his friend, his friend Jeff, and, um, and uh, Jeff Olajuwon is saying all his reservations, you know, about, like, the sex, and, like, he doesn't want to do that because he, he doesn't want to take it too far and all that stuff, and um, that's cool. And Jeff is, like, he's just looking at him. He's like, whoa, you, I've never seen you act this way for a girl, you know, like, not uh just trying to you know get the get the vag and then like that's it and then like you really care for this chick like this he, jeff saying that Olajuwon is the first time that he actually like cared for cares for a chick that that he's making him like question himself and all that stuff so like that's good he he's saying maybe she is the one but jeff is saying that he's playing too many mind games on himself because oh like the cooking thing and her being more confident like yo like you need to stop that let her be her and you be you and you be good and because that's what pastor cal said too and then uh elijah is saying yeah yeah you're right i should i should stop doing that like uh, i don't know what i'm doing because uh he said that he's worried because when she goes out to grocery shopping all she brings is like bread and water and she's like oh i don't know how to shop for other people and stuff like that because and then Jeff was like, "Yeah, you don't want to shop. You don't want to shop for yourself either, because he was saying, remember when we were back in college and all we did was just eat, you know, eat takeout all night. I mean, all the time. And then Elijah was saying that Katina does the same thing too. So it's just like, you know, just just it's all right, man. It's been it's been thirteen. No, it's been eleven days. It'll, it'll be all right. And so you know, he he concurs. So he's he's trying to not." have that boggle with his mind um you get to mark and mark and friend mark doesn't like that Lindsay is just so has no filter like maybe it was like cute in the beginning you know for somebody to say something with such audacity but now it's like embarrassing because her mouth gets her in trouble especially especially with the people that she's around especially with katina because katina doesn't like her she's established that and Every time Lindsay says something, like somebody gets agitated. You know what I mean? So he just doesn't like it, and he and he doesn't. He has fear of, uh, you know, not fear of his wife per se, but just fear of just getting into a fight and getting into the whole thing where it can be completely unnecessary. You know. So so now we're at Katina and friend, and Katina saying, oh, "No, Katina's friend." is saying that like oh he you know he runs a mile a minute you know he doesn't really say much maybe he was nervous and it's true i mean Olajuwon definitely does uh pop a lot of smoke uh, no pun intended um and uh he's yeah he um uh 
yeah, he 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 talks in circles and all that stuff. But like, I mean, it's it's weird. But like, he's the weirdest person to say that he has a good heart because he he does. But he he could be very extreme because he has ADD. And then the woman, I mean, her friend Katina's friend is like, is is concerned because he hasn't dated a black chick before, and the fact that he's never dated a black woman ever makes me reluctant for her. Um, he like he looks black. He's a black man, so it's a little alarming. And I'm like. Okay, and then Katina, you know, trying to defend her man, is like, well, you know, he's half Irish and stuff like that, and she's like, stop, like the man, he looks like a black man, all right. So I don't know why he hasn't gone out with black women, and you know what? I don't see a problem. <laughs> okay, I don't. So, you know, I'm not alarmed that he hasn't, you know, dated a black woman before, because for him, he was saying that like he he hasn't seen a lot of. He said the reason why he didn't. The reason why he hasn't dated black women is because he, black women didn't want to date him. And then, like, the the guy, you know, the, whatever, the guard dog, security friend <laughs> that Katina has, like, what? Because they wouldn't date you? Like, he got offended by that because he didn't feel that that was a valid answer or something like that. And it's like, because you have to understand, because when he um when he uh when he um when katina came down the aisle he didn't seem like he was like ugh great a black chick he was mad happy he was like oh fuck yo this bitch is yo she's high you know what i'm saying like he was super happy so i don't understand what the i don't understand what the deal is like you can see that he's very into her so it's not like he hit it's not like he doesn't like the choice that the experts gave him you know what i mean he's i'm not saying he's in love with katina but like he really likes her super attracted to her and he wants to beat he's just that he has it so it's like what's what's the issue you know what i mean why maybe i don't know maybe it's semantics maybe he's maybe he hasn't had a black girl in a serious relationship but he's probably fucked them which i can believe I'm, I'm sure isaac you know blown 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 a couple of backs back in the day of black chicks but he didn't want to wife them so but he but he wiped this one because like i can understand if people were mad at the stereotypical thing like oh he's fucked a lot of black chicks but then now he's marrying a white woman like let's say if he was with Lindsay, and it's like oh man you know, he fucked all these black chicks, but then he, like, ends up marrying a white chick. He didn't, you know, like, he, he, he's married a black chick, so black people won, yay, you, see, you know what I'm saying, like, why are you in this man's business, like, ah, I mean, he hasn't dated any black women, maybe because he didn't want to, how about that, you ever think of that, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, that, that got, that got me angry, because, like, that, that really got me angry, I, I have an, I have an upcoming episode about that whole thing, like, I didn't, okay, like, I, I, I love, I love the fact that black women will be mad that black men don't date black women, but black women won't date all black men, you know, case in point, myself, okay, like, I haven't dated a lot of black women because to black women, I'm weird, or I act too white, you know, I, I'm not thug enough. 
or whatever because I see the type of men that the black women that I liked in the past would go out with. And I'm like, oh, I'm not that guy. Okay. So there's that. So I would go where I'm wanted or appreciated, you know? And yeah, white chicks, Hispanic chicks, Asian chicks, you know, they like me. So, okay, this is where I'm staying, you know? So there you go. I understand. Why are you hating on Olajuwon for? The fuck? <laughs> but anyway, um, I didn't like that. So, day 12 of marriage. We get to Alyssa and friend. Okay, so, you know, Alyssa is just spewing all these lies to her friend. Uh, maybe except for the one, except for one. Because she's saying that she, uh, Alyssa didn't like Chris because... Chris's friend said that work would, you would, that a wife would come secondary to Chris's work. And that's not necessarily true. And that's not necessarily what he said. It's just that he's saying that real estate is a taxing job. And yes, his job does take priority, but he will make time for you because you are his wife. But like, you know, real estate, real estate, real estate you know, is a crazy business, man. Sometimes you got to freaking get in there and buy that house or, or sell that house or whatever. And you ain't got time to do what the wife might necessarily want you to do. But she has to realize that, you know, and Alyssa didn't like that at all. And, um, and then the friend is like, well, you know, did you guys after the honeymoon, did you guys try to like talk or whatever? And she's like, well, it's a small resort. And if they wanted to, and if he wanted to speak to me, he could have. And then I love, I love the production now because they call people out so bad. So like, yeah, it's a small resort. You know, if he wanted to talk, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to him. And each time they showed a freaking, um, they showed each time that Chris tried to talk and she walked away. So, thank you. We have video evidence, bitch. Okay? I don't know what, what you're spewing, but it's complete horseshit. <laughs> All right? So, thank you for that. I hope Alyssa's re-watching this. Uh, I hope she's watching it in real time and seeing the freaking asshole that she is and the, the lies that she's saying. And I hope all her friends and her family are looking at her like, damn, bitch, you straight up lied to my face. <laughs> about how horrible Chris is and how wonderful you are. You're a liar. I don't like you anymore. I hope she loses friends. I really hope that she loses friends over this. And her friends look at her at a different way, just like, you know what? You're a liar. I really can't fuck with you no more. And yeah, I, I really hope that because she, you know, she's garbage. <laughs> she's garbage. And then... The producers ask Alyssa, you know, hey, what's next for you? She's like, oh, well, you know, I might move down to Texas because I want a cowboy. I want my cowboy down there. I'm like, yo, what is your fucking obsession with cowboys? Is it because that cowboys, you know, grovel at your feet and, you know, they say, you know, morning, ma'am, and all that stuff and put you on a pedestal and you don't do anything? Like, that's what you want? You like, you like, you want somebody to worship you just because you exist and you don't do any work um you know that does kind of sound you it kind of sound like you because you don't put any effort you're just there to exist and you want people to do shit for you 
because you're a good person, you know, so, um, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're garbage, Alyssa, you really are, I'm sorry, <laughs> anyway, um, so, we get to Jasmina and friend, her name is Sam, and, um, Jasmine is talking about, uh, Michael, how they were kind of rocky during the honeymoon, and she's saying that, oh, he, you know, he gave a tone to me, and then the, uh, uh, Sam is like, well, I mean, you don't like any tone, Jasmine, and she's like, well, you don't even have to give me a tone, you don't have to give me a tone, just talk to me, and I'm like, mm-mm, that's not how you work, I, I know that, I can see that, you're lying, and, um, she's like, well, you know, when he feels right, when he feels like he's right, he he feels like he's right. And then the friend was like, um, that's you, Jaz- Jasmine. And she, Jasmine is like, what? Fuck you. And I'm like, look, even your own friend is not even helping you. Like, like, come on, man. She's like, yeah, that sounds like you. And she's and she's like, well, no, I can admit when I'm wrong. And the friend is like, well, you don't do that very often. Because she's like, well, I'm not wrong very often. And I'm like, oh, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> With that Mrs. Always Right mentality. Shut up. Shut up. You know, this is why I don't like Jasmina, man. This is why this is why she's my brat of the show. Even though Alyssa is clearly the villain of the show. But Jasmina gets on my damn nerves. Because just like the friend says, she thinks that she's always right. And I don't like that. Um, Day 13 of marriage. So, uh, this is the start of the episode where the friends and family stop by and visit the their friends' uh, apartments and all that stuff and then they split them up and say oh what's wrong or how do I fix this situation so they go to Mark and Lindsay's house first and their friends split them up and then pretty much the problem with Lindsay's Lindsay is trying to get uh, Mark to let her in because Mark is kind of like standoffish and it's not even really that that he's standoffish it's just as like yo i can handle my own shit you know what i mean you don't need to really do anything for me um because she's 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 a lot she tries to like consume you she's all consuming that's the issue with Lindsay. it's not like okay i'll handle this while you handle that she's like no i want to handle everything and it's like fam i i was a person before you okay (laughs) Like I can, I can do this. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be n- nuts like that. All right, that's enough. And Mark just needs her to shut the fuck up. That's it. <laughs> like he really doesn't like it when she's she blows things out of proportion or things that are inappropriate out loud. You know, and I'm not even talking about sex stuff. Well, well, maybe sometimes sex stuff, but like, oh yeah, yes, exactly, sex stuff. Because even at the when they were uh not when they were proposing when they were doing the wedding vows. You know, he tried to put on her ring and it wasn't going in because I guess maybe it was just too small, uh, too small of a ring size. And he's like, oh, you know, I can't get in. I can't get it in. And he's like, and she's like, oh, it hurts. But, you know, <laughs> I kind of like that. And like everyone's like, oh, you know, like nervous laughing. And he's just like looking down like the fuck. I just met you. Yo, <laughs> why are you why are you saying all this shit? You know what I mean? Like, take it easy. So. um. Um. Now, so now we go to Stephen and Noy's thing. They split them apart. Um, Noy is talking to Steve's friend, and she's like, "Yo, she's worried about the job." And 
the friend is like, listen, uh, Steve has a large network and he gets offers all the time. So he's not go. There's all, no, not that he gets offers all the time. His position is always available, like sales or whatever. So he will be, he can jump in whenever he likes. Basically, that's what, that's what they're saying. You know, so, and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe that he's actually refusing to go back to work because he has a larger network and he could um go back in at any time like yeah bitch that's what he was trying to tell you he's like yo he's good okay he can he can go back whenever he wants but he doesn't want to do that because he wants to see if he can get other opportunities that are better than a nine to five that will that nine to fives are very um uh boxing that doesn't make any sense they're they're very limited you know i had a friend you know who recently quit his nine to five because he couldn't take it anymore so now he does sure he does jobs odds and ends but he's making he's making just about or if not more money than he would be at his old job sure the old job is consistent because you're always going to get that pay but you know sometimes he gets a gig or or a job and it's it's a lot more weekly than he would have made at the his old job so he has that freedom it's not like he's sitting on his ass doing nothing you know he has like he probably has like four or five things going on all together because he wants that creative freedom as opposed to being locked in in that nine to five not being able to do anything so like it's worked out for him granted yeah sometimes jobs are slow and he starts panicking but again they it's ebb and flow it picks up you know and his wife he's married you know his wife you know doesn't i don't want to say pick up the slack but she does her part because she has a uh, a full-time job you know so it's the same thing as steve noy and noy's freaking freaking out and uh, which again i understand i understand with the whole immigrant thing i get it i get it but like you can you can see from his friends who did not who he didn't have to pay to you know give him a good word saying he can get a regular job when he wants but he wants to expand his mind and that's it and he doesn't like that you're not supporting that so there's that um so it's day 14 so this is this is where the weird thing starts so freaking so steve says that like no one wants to cook for him for the first time ever so he's like all right cool so like she's cooking shit and they're cooking different things because well no she's cooking different things because she's having gluten-free noodles he's having or one of them is having is having gluten-free noodles and the other one is having regular noodles okay so she's making her own she's making her noodles whichever one they are and she's doing it and not paying attention to steve's noodles so steve noodle steve's noodles get overcooked and you know he's if you watch the show my man is mad calm he doesn't yell scream nothing so he's like oh man these things are you know overcooked but uh you know um like i don't know we'll get it together or whatever she's like oh my god and then like she freaking leaves packs up well not she doesn't pack up all her shit she just like gets her jacket gets her dog and then she freaking leaves the house and he's like what the fuck did i just do so she doesn't talk to this dude for like 24 hours she doesn't know what he doesn't know what's going on so she finally comes back all nonchalant the day after mind you and he's like yo what the fuck oh you didn't say that but he was like uh what's going on and she's like oh my god you're like i was so um upset that you um said that i overcooked your pasta and 
blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, you could have told me that. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, whatever. He shouldn't have apologized. But he's like, I'm sorry and whatever. But like, yo, that's not cool that you, you know, I don't know where the hell you are, but I see this Instagram post of you saying some shit, you know, about about what's going on and like you don't even tell me about it it's like do you know how many people do you know how many of my family members follow you so like what what am i supposed to do like when they talk to me and like yo what happened Uh, what am i supposed to say oh she overcooked the pasta and i yelled at her so she left like what the fuck so what so what this genius writes is she's she writes um learning to say nah this isn't no learning to say nah this just isn't good enough will enhance your life greatly you're allowed to say this is simply not enough for me you're allowed to have a vision for yourself your life your relationships and refuse to settle for anything less say no often it's like fam why why are women why are women taught this why are women taught this zero mentality type of attitude are you fucking kidding me it's like you couldn't handle an honest criticism of your pasta making and all that stuff. Or, but I know it wasn't that. I, it, it's because it's of the money thing too because like she wants somebody who has a stable job and he doesn't want to do it. So now like you're mad and now because of this quote, you know, like, oh, this just isn't good enough. I'm going to leave. So this so this is, this is your mentality of marriage where if things don't go your way, you're out. And that's a, And that's a lot of women out there. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Let me tell you something right now, ladies. Do you know how much shit that you put your man through and he just takes it? Like, if men if men were able to live by this dumbass quote that she put, half of y'all wouldn't be in relationships and all of you guys would not be in marriages. <laughs> okay? There wouldn't be a thing called sexless marriages because there wouldn't be a marriage to not have sex in but we deal with that shit okay we deal with your idiocy and your and your dumbass rules and your quirks and all this shit you know what i mean like we deal with that like we we always deal with oh this just isn't good enough and we stay okay so don't give me that uh you know what i'm never settling i'm never settling that's, that's like i'm not doing that i'm not doing that it's like who are you? Why do you think like you're like, this freaking princess that doesn't have to deal with shit? Like, what do you, huh? What does that mean? No, you're gonna have to deal with some shit. Sorry, Mar- marriage isn't perfect. So, what makes you think you can just up and leave just because of a criticism or things aren't going your way? I can understand you being frustrated. That is completely normal. But to sit there and write this garbage post saying, um, nah, this just isn't good enough. Or you're allowed to say this simply is not enough for me. You have a vision for yourself, your life, your relationships, and refuse to settle for anything less. Like, the, you're allowed to have a vision for yourself. You're absolutely have, you absolutely have, you're allowed to have a vision for yourself. But... Why do you think that vision is perfection? Your vision might be clouded. You know what I mean? Like what makes you think you can have literally every single thing that you want and not uncontested? I mean, not contested, sorry. 
what what makes you think you're you're entitled to that? What makes you think you're entitled to that? Like that's that's like that's like Steve saying, you know what, Noy? This is what I want you to do. I want you to freaking cook for me. I'm never cooking ever again. We're fucking two times a week. Um and uh Yeah, that's it. That's all he needs. You're cooking all the damn time. I'm not lifting a finger to help you. And we're fucking every Tuesday and Thursday. And then if you say no to any of that, oh, well, you know what? Nope, that's not good enough. I'm allowed to say, um, this isn't simply enough. I had a vision for myself and um, I refuse to settle for anything less. So I'm going to say no often. You know what? I'm I'm not doing this. That would, be, that would be ludicrous, right? That'd be so dumb for him to expect that from you. Well, hello, ta-da. You sound stupid. You sound stupid too, Noi. You sound stupid. That's not cool. I don't like how women have this 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 zero this zero tolerance mentality. And I'm not settling for nothing. Nothing. Everything is perfect. Everything's supposed to be immaculate. That's it. What kind of fairy tale land are you living in where you think everything goes your way and you're entitled to that? Again, trust me. If men lived by this rule, you would not be in a relationship and you would definitely not be in a marriage because men handle a lot of shit. A lot of shit. I have a lot of married men that are friends um i mean i have a lot of friends that are married a lot of male friends and the shit that they tell me that their wives do they have every single one of them have have a right to leave but but no they stay but if they if they were if they were able to get this 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 dumbass quote off they would and all those women would not be in marriages anymore. So don't come here and start thinking that like you don't deserve conflict or problems or whatever. Marriage, marriage is a shit, to, a shit ton of them. Have marriage uh, has problems and conflicts, all right? But you resolve them. As a grown adult, you don't leave with your dog. And then decide to come back 24 hours. Because guess what? You might come back 24 hours back at the crib. But guess what? I'm not there. Now now who's Boo Boo the Fool? It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Anyway. Um, so the last thing is everybody goes bowling. Um, so everybody got a little something something that happened in this episode. Uh, but this is going to be the first time that Chris and Alyssa are in front of the other parties since the honeymoon and they're going to tell them that they get divorced so they're talking you know about oh what happened with pastor cal with everybody and all that stuff and uh Lindsay's talking about some shit oh no no but before uh damn what was it they were talking you know they're having open conversation about oh has anybody been in a bowling league whatever and it was uh, surprisingly enough jasmina again i'm like yo jasmina sometimes you're cool 20 percent, you're cool 80 percent, i don't like you like you know she's been in a bowling league it's, it's like it's like it's like she used to be like an ugly duckling and then she became beautiful and with that came 
the beautiful bitch persona you know that like if you're beautiful you 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 carry on that bitch persona because like she's into bowling she's into freaking k-pop she's into marvel this is all stuff that like geek girls do you know and jasmina does not look like a geek or a geek girl like she got hit with the fucking you know pretty stick and you know she's looks like she's supposed to be like a model or something like that and not be into those things but it's very interesting but um anyway so yeah she's in she was in bowling and then um then they're talking about like putting down this toilet seat whatever and Lindsay's like oh my god you know i'm a sanitation not a sanitation person whatever she's a health person and she's like oh you need to put down the seat because like um poop stain like whatever travel six feet in the air and all that stuff and then people are getting like uncomfortable so is mark because you know again he says that she says inappropriate things although that was all right it was it was it was in context of what she was talking about but like yeah nobody wants to talk about poop stuff when we're eating <clears throat> and then uh katina starts rolling her eyes and then Lindsay's like why are you rolling your eyes over there and then mark's like hey hey don't you show your shit <laughs> and then Lajuan is like I know and then Katina's like listen you know I'm not talking to you on camera you know I don't like you so you can keep yourself right over there and then Lajuan is like hey, 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 hey. we're not fine tonight we're not fine tonight easy <laughs> you know and then they just they're like all right you know we can move on we can do other things and then Chris and Alyssa uh you know tell the party that hey we're divorced and it gave a wake-up call to everybody else just like yo you know, yeah, we're, we, everybody has a little something, something, you know, that we're going through, but, like, these dudes divorced, all right, so this is real, this marriage is real, this is some real shit, so, like, our petty shit, we can, we can fucking deal with it, all right, because they, they just got fucking divorced, so, take it easy, you know what I mean, so, which is good, they, they, they do need to take it seriously, and then, um, fucking and then mark and it's like yo you need to calm that down Lindsay. like what do you mean what do you mean how come you don't defend me blah blah, blah all that shit and Lindsay just pops off whatever and then like oh Lindsay's so fucking condescending um so yeah so um they um they get into this huge blowout and then they go their separate ways Lindsay runs into the bathroom starts crying and then starts saying all this derogatory shit like oh man he makes six thousand sixty thousand dollars on gym memberships uh whatever he's got small balls and blah blah, blah. like what are, what are you gonna run to your mom blah, blah blah and all this shit and I'm like yo it's like I was there for you I I took a day off of work and I I got in a hazmat suit for you blah blah, blah. it's like listen bitch don't volunteer to do things because her thing is always like oh let me in let me in let me help you let me help you let me help you but she but then you can see that she uses it to her leverage to her advantage so like she can hold that against you like don't volunteer to help me out of the goodness of your heart and then when something goes awry you shoot that shit back at me like like you were doing me a favor like no don't do that you know so she's like oh my god you know you're fucking infested house go back go back to your infested house oh you're you're so whack and all, all this shit and she's like and she's like um what wife would um handle his bullshit and all this stuff and and i'm like well any wife would handle their husband's bullshit because that's why they're a wife Lindsay. you got you became a wife because you went on a show all right you weren't picked I mean technically you were but you weren't picked like somebody else would normally and say like you know what no you're gonna be my wife you got matched up 
So don't try to wave that wife thing like, you know, you, you've, you've earned it. You know what I mean? You were picked out of, I don't know, 5,000 people. All right? So calm yourself. You are the only wife picked. Okay? So, and, yeah, she keeps dissing him. And I'm just like, yo, I don't, when, when things don't go your way, don't say shit like that. That's horrible. Don't do that. So, fuck Lindsay, man. Because, like, sometimes she's cool. And, like, when they showed, like, the, 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 the previews for next week, the next episode, like, I'm looking at her and she's like, oh, you know, I love you. And, you know, uh doing smiley faces and all that shit. And I'm just like, yo, I don't like that. I don't like that two-facedness. Like, you can't give me kissy faces and all that shit. And then when you're not in front of me, you're tearing me a new asshole. And you're thinking I'm less of a man. Actually, that's exactly what she said. She's like, oh, he's not man enough to blah, blah, blah. When you start saying shit like that, I'm not man enough. You need to be a real man. I'm done. I'm out. I I, I don't have time for this. You're not going to... You're not going to emasculate me and say I'm not a man when obviously I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't do not do that shit. Like, I... Oof. Oof. <laughs> Freaking... Lin, yeah, Lin, who, 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 Lindsay was getting on my nerves. Alyssa always got on my nerves. And Jasmina. Who, who's left? Katina and... Katina... Wait, Jasmina, Lindsay, Jasmina, Lindsay, and Alyssa all got on my nerves. That's three. Oh, no, oh, no, Nori got on my nerves, too. So the only person who didn't get my nerves, the only chick that didn't get my nerves is Katina. You know, I mean, well, she kind of did a little bit with that whole, like, oh, I ain't messing with you on camera, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, that that's enough. <laughs> but for the most part, Katina was actually not Katina was cool because she was defending Olajuwon against her, you know, I guess pro-black uh, woman, uh, uh, her friend. So I like that. So, OK, you 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 I got mad at you for the whole Lindsay thing. But then you lo- you lost the point with the you lost the point with the Lindsay thing. But then you gained back a point with uh, defending Olajuwon, your husband. So you're you're even with me, Katina. But all the other chicks, trash. <laughs> trash this episode. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's the end of the episode for that. That was a good one, though. But all right, so we're up to card. Uh, this is the, you know what time it is, the and Suff Edition card game. This is card number 79. Card number 79. And let's see what it says. List all the thing. List all things I am unsure of. Three, th- mm? is it three things? No. List all the things I'm unsure of. I'm ins- I'm unsure of getting a job, getting a new job actually. Cause I yeah I'm I, I'm pretty sure that I've said it before. I yeah, I'm done. I'm done with my job, but I'm I'm unsure of how to get another one. And there's that. I'm unsure if I'm really going to. Uh, make it to where I want to be, you know, with my book and my podcast and all that stuff, you know, to, to, to have those fund my life. I'm unsure of that. 
I'm unsure of my love life, if that's going to go anywhere. Uh, those are the big things. You know, currently my job, two, my passions being my livelihood, and three, my love life. Those are the things that I am unsure of. Um, but hopefully all those things come to fruition later you know in the in the upcoming weeks and months and, and all that stuff i i hope that uh i hope that that works out for me you know so uh yeah that's it so um let's see uh that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple podcasts google podcasts podbean spotify Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.